0: I believe that we can't sell anything to anybody. We have to be there when people are ready to buy. So what that means is you have to have a consistent digital marketing strategy. So when people come up with the pain, have the pain that you solve, they'll become aware of you. I mean, why is it that all of a sudden when I want to buy a motor scooter, I see all these ads of motor scooters around me because they've been there all along. That's what consistent marketing is all about.
1: Three. Two, one, zero, ignition, liftoff. Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's your host, the Small Biz Chat Lady herself, Melinda Emerson.
2: Hey, everybody. Did you know that Black Friday is coming? Well, guess what? All of us here at Small Biz Lady University, we've got a special offer for you. If you're interested in coming to our Small Biz Lady University one day virtual startup boot camp January 16th, well, guess what? Just for the Black Friday month, we're going to give you a discount of $50 off either a regular ticket or a VIP ticket. That's right. You can come to the Small Business Lady University virtual startup boot camp for $47 this holiday. So take advantage of it. This offer will expire on November 30th. So jump on it now. All you have to do is head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com forward slash startup boot camp. All right. Have a great holiday, everybody. Welcome back to the Small Business Chat Podcast. I'm Melinda Emerson, your host. And now it's time to talk with one of my favorite small business experts. His name is Barry Molds, so and we're going to be talking about brand building with him. Barry is an entrepreneur, business expert, and family business advisor dedicated to getting small businesses unstuck. He is the author of several small business books, including You Need to Be a Little Crazy and How to Get Unstuck. He's also the author of Change Masters, which is the winner of the 2022 International Book Award. Barry has founded and run small businesses with a great deal of success and failure for over 20 years. And after successfully selling his last business, he gets business owners growing again by unlocking their forgotten potential. Barry most, welcome to the Small Biz Chef Podcast. It's always great to be with you. You're looking beautiful today as ever. Oh, thank you. You are so sweet. All right. So, Barry, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey. You know, one of my favorite things about you is I have been in business for 24 years. And I remember years ago, let's say 20 years ago, my business was in trouble. And I read your book, Bounce, and it meant so much to me and gave me so many good ideas that helped me turn my business around at the time. So I just want to give you your flowers while you are here because that book changed my business and my life. Now, let's talk about in your experience, how does branding impact small business growth?
0: Branding is what people say about you when you're not around, right? I mean, I wore an Aloha shirt today because think about it, that's branding. As soon as you see an Aloha shirt, what do you think about? You think about Hawaii, right? You think about all those great things that go into the beach and the hula and all those kinds of things. So they've done a great job of branding the Aloha shirt to meet Hawaii. Branding should be immediately understand that when they think of your business, it should be the one thing they think of. So think about Apple. When you think of Apple, their branding is innovation. UPS, you think about what they're going to deliver on time so these are simple kinds of things like so for example you've done a great job with branding for yourself because you're the small business lady you're the number one small business expert in the country and we hear that over and over again and it's easy to make melinda emerson's small business lady become your own boss that's really what it is you demonstrated it over and over again believe.
2: thank you thank you well how do you define a strong brand? I know you just gave us this example of Hawaii and Hawaii shirt. I was wondering if I needed to get you a stylist. I didn't know what was going on with your Hawaii shirt today. That's right. But how can you define a strong brand? Like, What are the elements that are crucial that go into branding? Right, It's not just your logo. Right. It, 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 again, gets
0: the feeling that people get when they buy your product when they're associated with your service, whatever it is. Because branding is about feeling. Think about how people feel when they use, when they ride a Harley Davidson, right? Or, you know, I use uh, Apple products. What do I feel like? So it's got to be some kind of feeling. They know exactly the mission that this company is on and how they're supposed to feel. And they share that feeling with other people around them, other evangelists, or sometimes we call them is sneezers, right? I don't know if you ever see a sneezer where they just sneeze and they spread it all around. That song is an evangelist.
2: Well, I also think that branding is about brand equity, right? And you build brand equity with your with your customer experiences and your in your customer interactions and that kind of stuff. That kind of builds that 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 stickiness of your brand, right? You go into a restaurant and you love how the restaurant feels. You love how the people look they seem interested in making sure you had a great meal, right? You know, it's like those little things because we know what it's like when we go into a restaurant and you wait 15 minutes for somebody to even realize that you're standing there to seat you, right? We know well, how I have it. Right, it's that consistency, right? I know when I go into
0: McDonald's, pretty much anywhere in the country, I'm going to get the exact same experience, right? I'm going to walk up to the counter. I'm going to walk up to a kiosk. I put my order in and when I get it, those french fries can taste just delicious as they did in Boston, as in San Francisco. So that's brand equity, the consistency of delivering the same product or experience of what the customer expects.
2: So I'm going to throw you a curveball. What about when a company decides to rebrand themselves? right? Ooh, like Twitter? Oh, let's talk about them for a second. So, so what happens if you go from an amazing brand that everyone recognizes you don't even have to say the word Twitter because the bird told you it was Twitter. And then somebody decides, oh, you let's change that to a black ex. <laughs> I, I've been, when, I
0: think that when you're a billionaire with an oversized ego, not really mention anybody's name, right? I don't think he really cares. He has been changing what Twitter means to most of us over the last year. So now he's just changing the name to X. It's the same thing. He's trying to reinvent that platform with the number of users that are out there to something else. So what it's called Twitter or X, it doesn't really matter. I think from the brand equity standpoint, I'm, I think it's very foolish, but who am I to tell a billionaire what to do?
2: Well, I just wondered if it wasn't one of those things where it was like he was so mad that they made him buy it after he ran his mouth that he said, okay, I'm going to buy it. But I'm gonna destroy it for all the people that love it. Like the, because I almost I know like that's what's going on. Listen, he's known to be very spiteful, so I would not put that past him. It's very sad because you know, I Twitter. I love Twitter. Twitter changed my life. I built my brand, the small biz lady brand. I became the small biz lady because I couldn't get my name on Twitter. That was the whole thing. How I even became the small biz. So it's <laughs> like for him to be destroying Twitter. I'm sitting there like. Like, I'm looking at and stop. Melinda, <laughs> well, here's the crazy part. Twitter tweet has become a
0: verb. Why would you change the brand when tweet has become a verb? What are we going to call it? We're now
2: to, we're going to now see. De- I don't know what we're going to call it. I think see it? it. It reminds me when Prince put that little thing on his face. Remember, and we were like, okay, we're, we, we're not allowed to call him Prince anymore. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but clearly nobody is advising him. He doesn't have any friends. Somebody is like not willing to tell him, please stop with her. Maybe he's just trolling us all, right? He's just going. Maybe. Although I have another funny thing to tell you. So the day he did it, I put out, wow, this is a real fail whale. And it was it was gone. They they like so now we're censoring people on Twitter too. So he snatched it away. So I was just like, Oh, okay, I see. I see. I got a verified tweet. You're you going you to just make my comment disappear because I said it was stupid. And I wasn't even mean about it. I just said, new logo, farewell. It's not bad, and they made it disappear.
0: <laughs> but, but I hear it isn't going to change Tesla to Einstein. I, I don't know. Maybe that's something different. But it's, oh, so, jokey, jokey.
2: <laughs> I don't know how to put it fast. All right. Well, back to advice is going to help small business owners. So, what kind of strategies or techniques can small business owners use? to implement and effectively communicate their brand message, right? Because it's not tagline, right? Your message is, you right. oh. know. Right. You
0: know, again, first of all, I believe that we can't sell anything to anybody. We have to be there when people are ready to buy. So what that means is you have to have a consistent digital marketing strategy so when people come up with the pain, have the pain that you solve, they'll become aware of you. I mean, why is it that? All of a sudden, when I want to buy a motor scooter, I see all these ads of motor scooters around me because they've been there all along. That's what consistent marketing is all about. And that could be digital marketing, it could be analog advertising, it could be participating in social media or uh, discussion groups, whatever it is, send email. But you have to do it consistently because you quite never quite know when that person is going to have the pain when they're ready to buy it or they're going to want to refer someone to you, that's the pain they're rated.
2: So let's talk about digital marketing, right? Because I think there's some do's and don'ts out here of, of digital you're, marketing. You're the expert. Oh, I am, but I'm asking you the question. But when it comes to social media marketing, what is, what is the best strategy? Like, how do you figure out what platforms you need to be
0: on? Well, first of all, you have to, just, you have to find out where the people who have the pain are that you're solving that problem for right so what i would do is i would put into the search engine what what the pain that you solve or or things that your customers uh discuss you have to figure out what the avatar is of your ideal customer and what they're talking about and see are they talking about it on that platform whether it be yes we call it x or you know or TikTok or something like that find out where your people gather and what i suggest is that when you start, you just focus on one platform. Don't try to spread yourself too thin
2: because you really have to show up all the time on that platform. I 100% agree with you. I'm a big fan of one or two platforms. That's it. If it's not, you know, you don't need to be out here on, unless you sell social media marketing services, you need to be on five or six social media platforms. You know, I remember when everyone was running a clubhouse. Now everybody's running to TikTok, right? Now, video marketing is effective. I am definitely never going to tell people that they don't need to be doing video, but they could do video on Facebook. They can do video on LinkedIn. They can do video on Instagram, right? So I think that you've got to think about your content strategy, your target customer, and where your target customer hangs out online. And, and needed... you brought up a very good point,
0: Melinda, that you have to think about your content strategy, right? You should have a content calendar to make sure that in a certain period of time, you're covering all the pain points that your customers or prospects really care about. Just don't post whatever's willy-dilly. Now there's there's nothing wrong with posting social kinds of things. I mean, I've watched your son grow up over social media. I feel like I I practically know him, but it gets me to connect more with you personally. So I'm not only tied in with your brand, but I'm tied and identified with you.
2: Well, and this brings me to a really good question. A lot of times, people think they need to have a separate personal Instagram account, and then they need a business Instagram account. What what is your thought about that? You know, I guess it depends on who your what your
0: brand is, right? But I think for people like you and me, our brand is us, right? It's hard to differentiate us between our brand and our business. But if I was running Starbucks, I would have a personal Instagram page because There's one for Starbucks. So I think, again, it all depends. Right. I'm a bit, I think, but I think that it's really hard to separate business and personal out, uh, separate out for each other. People want authentic human people. So that's why I think it works these days.
2: And that was what I was just about to say. I think that it's hard to separate your business and you because you, you're selling you before you get a chance to sell your stuff. Right. And so. I do feel like the accounts need to be aligned, but I do recognize you and I, we sell information, right? So we're a little bit different than somebody with a restaurant or a gym, but at the same time, it'll still enhance the restaurant or the gym for us to know who runs it, who owns it,
0: right? You know? Right. I think you want to be authentic. I mean, there's some things that I will post and Linda, you know that every five years, my wife and I, we get back into our wedding clothes that we got married in 30 years ago, right? And we take a picture. Well, at the 30th year, my wife wanted to wear the tuxedo and I had to get into the dress. But I didn't post that
2: because I had a reputation to worry about. So I don't post everything. Yes, be selective. Everybody doesn't need to know everything, right? Be strategic. Exactly. So I had to look pretty good in that wedding dress. Let me tell you. Right. I saw that picture. So I did think you looked pretty good. I didn't see those legs, but I thought it looked good. Um, but let's talk about the common mistakes people make with branding. You know, it's like. You spend all this time building your brand, but it's really easy to kind of shoot yourself in the foot, isn't it? Two things. One is they don't know
0: who their avatar is. They don't know who their target customer is, right? And be incredibly specific because as you know, you could be much more successful at the very beginning, especially if you niche down. So your target is a 27-year-old guy that's not married, that doesn't have a job, but graduated from college. You get really, really specific on what that is. And then keep pounding away on that over and over again. One of the biggest mistakes folks make is that they try marketing and after a month or two, it doesn't work. So they stop doing it. It's not a month or two type of endeavor, it's over and over and over again. I mean, think back on one of the reasons, and I hate to mention the former president's name, but why did Make America Great Again become so successful? Because every single time he mentioned over and over and over again, and it was on hats, and it was on flags, and it was on banners, he had one message. And that's what we have to do as uh, small business owners is one thing over and over again. Hey, Melinda, you do that actually good. You're the small business lady. You're the number one expert, right? You say that over and over again, and that is important. And it takes years of doing that for people to remember.
2: Oh, it definitely takes years. I mean, when I think back to when I first became small biz lady on Twitter, I worked my behind off nine to five, five days a week on Twitter for two years before anybody really paid any attention to me. You know, which means I did it for two years and made no money doing it. Right. Like before people really started paying attention to me. So I, and you know, and that was 14 years ago. Right. So I, I will say that it's one thing to build a brand but then how about maintaining one, right? Let's talk about how hard is it to maintain a brand? I think
0: it's hard because we spend so much time attracting people to come into to the front door of our business. We let the people of our existing customers escape through the back door. We should spend as much money at retaining the people we have and making sure they have successful experience with us on an ongoing basis than chasing new people. But we don't do that. You know, our salespeople are on commission, but we barely pay any of our customer experience, folks. And that's just wrong. We all know it's a lot easier to keep the folks we have than to go get new new business. But we don't that way because we've lots of bit chase.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'll double down on that even more. An existing customer is 60% more likely to buy from you than a new customer. A new customer only closes five to 20% of the time, but an existing customer, it is like 60 to 65% of the time. So why wouldn't we love on people who have already loved on us? Like, I do not understand it. Like, I feel like I talk about customer retention like everywhere I go, but it's like, it's essential. You know, you don't want somebody to buy something once, you need somebody to buy it over and over again from you. Now, last question for you, Barry, what advice would you have for a small business that's thinking about rebranding themselves or, you know, revitalizing their their business?
0: I would do it very slowly, and cheerfully. Don't do what Elon Musk did, right? Think about what are really the risks behind why you have to rebrand. Only rebrand when either you're trying to leave something behind or your business becomes something that the current brand doesn't represent. I mean, think about what Dunkin' Donuts did, right? They, be, they went from Dunkin' Donuts to just Dunkin'. Now, I'm not sure I like the name Dunkin', but the thing was, it wasn't all about donuts anymore. So they went to Dunkin'. So do it very carefully.
2: I think that's a really, really good, good advice. And, and what is the best business advice someone's ever given you?
0: The best business, by the way, ever given to me was, it's cash flow stupid, right? Business is not about sales. It's not about profits. It's about cash flow. And a small business owner was focused on the amount of cash they add and when they collect their cash from their customers, we'd have a lot more small business owners still in business.
2: I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Barry, for being here. You are my favorite small business expert. So I'm so happy to have you here. Hey, everybody. Did you know that Black Friday is coming? Well, guess what? All of us here at Small Biz Lady University, we've got a special offer for you. If you're interested in coming to our Small Biz Lady University One Day Virtual Startup boot camp, January 16th, well, guess what? Just for the Black Friday month, we're going to give you a discount of $50 off, either a regular ticket or a VIP ticket. That's right. You can come to the Small Biz Lady University Virtual Startup Bootcamp for forty-seven dollars this holiday. So take advantage of it. This offer will expire on November 30th. So jump on it now. All you have to do is head over to smallbizladyuniversity.com forward slash startup boot camp. All right, have a great holiday, everybody.
1: Thanks for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Melinda Emerson. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday for more fantastic information and interviews. You can find more sources and small business success strategies by visiting Melinda's website, succeedasyourownboss.com. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next week.